0: that's
1: chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18
1: plus. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points goes, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
1: it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is the I Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. Now, look, be sure to enter the Summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. We want to congratulate Anthony K from Huntingburg, Indiana, who was our first winner to receive a set of four brand-new tires. That is huge because it's valued at about $1,500. Now it's your turn to win. Our next winner will be selected this Sunday, and then our third winner will be picked on August 27th. So Anthony from Indiana and two more winners have the opportunity to win a set of four tires plus installation taxes and fees. Again, all valued at up to $1,500 thanks to Tire Rack. You can enter daily to continue getting new entries into the contest every day at foxsportsradio.com. Again, to enter and get the rules, Visit FoxSportsRadio.com. It's all sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, it is the I Couple, Chris and Rob. And uh, Rob, let's stick. We we talked a little bit last hour about Anthony Davis. And we're going to stick with the NBA. Of course, everyone is waiting uh, on this Damian Lillard trade fans, executives on other teams. Is it going to happen? Uh, of course the Miami Heat. We'll see. I think it will. I'm not positive. But we'll see. Uh, it just doesn't make sense I mean, for I, Portland to bring him back. They want to put the ball in Scoot no,
5: Henderson's No, I get hands. it. But but also I, I think when Kevin Durant said he wanted out, they didn't flinch Brooklyn and they waited Chris because they couldn't get what they wanted at that time. So right. I'm just saying it might happen, but I don't it might not happen. <laughs> I think might, there are a couple might not of differences. When, it might not happen when they want it to happen.
3: I think there's a couple of differences with that, though. One, the Nets didn't want to trade Durant. No, I get that. weren't even really open to it. Uh, and obviously, Portland is ready to move on from Dame. And also, Rob, and look, I, I still think that the Nets blew it. And I don't know that they would have won the championship. Uh, I picked them to get to the finals. You picked them to win. I think to win the championship had they stayed together. Rob, I I don't think Kyrie got more money than he would have gotten had he stayed with the Nets. And, in fact, I think had he stayed with the Nets and taken them on a deep playoff run alongside Kevin Durant or, who knows, maybe to the finals, I think his value would have been higher. Instead, he went to Dallas. It went south. They didn't play well. Now, he got a nice contract, uh, what it was it, about $130 million over four years. But we all know he's a max player, and he didn't sniff that. And uh, he might have had a better chance of doing that in Brooklyn. So they just self-sabotaged themselves. Injuries hurt him, but there also was a lot of self-sabotage. But that's the difference to me. They were in a position to win a championship or at least compete for one by keeping Durant. Whereas Portland, if they keep Lillard, it's just going to be awkward because they're ready to go
5: young. But I, I, I get that, but I don't think they're just going to give them away. Is no, that, that's, no, that's you got to
3: get what you want, and we'll right. see. I mean, they, they, haven't, they, they don't want Tyler Hero, it appears, from Miami, and so they're trying to figure out how they can get this done um, with or without Hero in the package. But the point I, I want to make, I brought that up because Richard Jefferson, former player, Uh, Was a very good player, now obviously a broadcaster with ESPN. And he made a comment about Donovan Mitchell and compared him to Damian Lillard. Here's Richard Jefferson.
0: I think if they go to the conference finals I could see that happening. And I think that they are definitely a conference finalist like contender, but I think Donovan has to raise his game. He's got to make sure in my opinion, I say this respectfully, that he doesn't turn into Dame Lillard. Donovan's got to make people around him better. He's got to raise the, he's got to nurture and elevate, no different than Jordan elevated people. The only next step that Donovan can take, less of a volume shooter, more of a game manager and making people around him better.
3: Well,
5: it's interesting. Um, I want to hear your take on this.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: one, I think that I've never thought of Damian Lillard as a guy that doesn't make his teammates better. And here's why: because when I hear the phrase "doesn't make their teammates better," um, I think of a selfish player that's a gunner. Um. I've never thought of Damian Lillard that way. And, and I don't know that RJ meant it, but that's how it sounded. And he said he said it respectfully, so I, I, I don't think he was trying to insult Damian Lillard. But I have looked at it. Now, Dame is not a Steve Nash or Jason Kidd or LeBron James. He's not like an elite distributor of the ball. He's averaged six and a half assists for his career. And he's a point guard. So that's not like a ton of assists for a point guard. Most he's ever averaged was eight, and that was just one season. Kyrie Irving, similar. You have some point guards like that nowadays. Um, So I've never looked at him as that type of point guard, but I also haven't thought of him as a guy that doesn't really make teammates better. I don't think he's had a championship cast around him. Mm -hmm. Not that he would, you know – I just they went to I've they said, went to the Western they, Conference
5: Finals, Chris. Without yeah, I mean, and I think did they get swept? They got the, swept, and he yeah, didn't play that well. Warriors, but I'm saying, but they did Steph get, really gave it to him. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't think they. And you saw, I mean, they got demolished by the the Warriors. Um, but I it, here's the point to me, Rob, and it's not going to focus on Donovan Mitchell. This tells me. Like, Dame, we're going to find out if Dame has that quality, make his teammates better. Because if, and I'm presuming he's traded to Miami. All right, if he's not traded to them, we we may never find out. If he's traded to the Miami Heat, a team that has been to the NBA Finals without him, a team that last year um, – was was strong, obviously. Got to the finals and lost to the Denver Nuggets, um, a team that had been there before. If he and he handpicked them, said that's where I want to go. If he goes to them, the Miami Heat, and doesn't I, rob.
5: The only, they're getting you to win a championship. Right, nothing else. They've already right. been there twice. They've been there they twice. They get there without you. Right. So
3: if Dame goes to the Heat, this quote from Richard Jefferson tells me it's championship or bust, not finals or bust, championship or bust, because that's the only step up. They've won three championships as a franchise. They've got Pat Riley there, who we know is only about championships If he gets there and he can't win a championship with them, then it seems like he doesn't make his teammates better. Because if he makes them better, they'll go to the next step and win that title.
5: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, I I think when you say make people better, uh, they have a good team. So it's really about he's there. To be the missing piece, Chris. More so, am I right? Like that's the way I look at Damian Lillard. Not like the other team. The other guys are pretty good. They just need what? No, no. They need another star. What? What? The the Heat had trouble scoring, Chris. That was their problem. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yep. They need him to come in and be Damian Lillard, not to pass the ball to somebody else. No. Absolutely. That's what they need. That's why they're going for him because that's the missing sauce, the missing ingredient if they want to win a championship.
3: No, nah, and that's a great point. Like, he's not going to go there and be like Draymond Green passing the ball. Or no. Matthew Johnson. Like, so you're right. It's not like, oh, they're all going to elevate. Even LeBron, who, you know, takes a Kyle Korver and a Mike Miller and Shane Battier and they play huge roles in championship runs and things like that. Um, Dame, when he gets there, Robbie. kind of play your game. Play your game. He is not like a, a, a master distributor. He is a score. He can pass. He's a good passer. He can handle, obviously. He's obviously a Hall of Fame point guard. But I agree, it's not going to be, oh, Dame made them so much better because of the way he shared the basketball or got everybody involved. It's going to be – he was
5: the the last piece we needed, and and Dame not Dame made those shots we finally needed in those moments, Chris. That's what it'll be about. Uh, not much else. Absolutely. So yeah, I was I was surprised.
3: Like I said, I've never thought of Dame that way. Not making teammates better. I still don't think of him that way. I think he does make teammates better because he's a very good player. He's an awesome player, and he's not. I don't think he's a selfish player. Now, his game is scoring. Uh, and, and you know, he's a score-first point guard. but And he's a great shooter. But he's not a selfish guy where I, I think guys feel like he's hogging the basketball or, you know, he won't share the rock and he doesn't want anybody else to get, get theirs or anything like that. So, yeah, I agree. I think he'll fit in. Uh, if he gets to Miami, and we'll see if they're good enough as a team. That will be interesting. If he goes there and they keep Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler, then it'll be interesting to see how strong that team is.
5: Yeah, and if they win or lose, Chris, it will be about him. You know, like, like when Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook came to the Lakers. Well, he hey, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, but, but, but it was about him. And I'm, what I'm saying is, AD and LeBron had already won, right? You know that, like, so, so, if if Damian comes to the Heat and they can't get to the conference finals, it'll be about him. And it wasn't the right fit. He didn't he didn't play bigger. He's used to he's a small market guy. I'm just saying, like, those those might be the things where if he doesn't play well. No, that's a good point. Like if
3: they if they're not very good, right? Or if they go out in the second round, first round, they don't. It'll look be like about a right. They'll be like, we went we went to the finals without them, and yep. and we, we we went backwards, and we saw that in Dallas with Kyrie. Exactly, Kyrie
5: caught most of the flack, even right. though he played well in the. He division. played well, right? But the team didn't play well, so they're like, yep. we went to the Western Conference Finals. What and now? And <laughs> now we even yep. make the playoffs. No, no question. And that's the thing, like. Staying in Portland,
3: Dame, there was that security blanket, Rob. Like he was never going to be. No, I, do you blame him that he didn't lead them to a championship? I don't. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think anybody looks at Dame now. He's not as great as he is, top seventy-five and all that. He's not that caliber like Durant, LeBron, Embiid, somebody like that, where he's going to catch heat for not winning the championship. He's not on that level, largely because of his size. Very few, in fact, only two, Rob, small point guards, have led teams to championships where they were the undisputed leader of the team, and that's Isaiah Thomas and Steph Curry. Um, And so nobody, you know, nobody's knocking Dame in Portland because he hasn't won a championship, but... If he and so, if he goes to Miami, Rob, and they do take a step backwards or just can't get over that hump, then yeah, he's he will open himself or have opened himself up to more criticism to a level of criticism that he's probably never faced before. So, that's something that you know, I'm sure he's thought long and hard about it. If he hasn't, he needs to because he's throwing himself into that. Uh, limelight by wanting to go to Miami. So, all right, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877 Is it fair to suggest that Damian Lillard hasn't been a winning player in Portland? And how much pressure will be on him if he gets traded to the Miami Heat? Your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky? Lucky?
2: This is your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me A River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that walla, uh-huh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, cry me a river, uh-huh. Y'all hear Wait, that, you man? listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. That yeah, like we got a whole can. album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest Podcast in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, it's the odd couple, Chris and Rob. We are live from the com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Is it fair to call Damian Lillard uh, not a winning player because of what he's done or hasn't done in Portland? And what do you think about uh, the pressure that will be on him if he goes to Miami?
5: All right, let's kick it off, Chris, with uh, Jennifer in Michigan. You're on the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Jennifer.
8: Good evening, guys. At least I got on this hour.
5: Yes. Yeah, good I to I know, have Jennifer. You. Yes, we appreciate you.
8: That's why I called back. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as Samuel Lillard goes, he, even though he's, he'll probably end up going to Miami, if he doesn't stay healthy and doesn't win a championship, nothing matters. No, nah, it's not a championship. You're right. It, it, again.
3: Why are why would Miami make this trade other than to win a championship?
8: Well, yeah, cuz if uh they don't win a championship, people will be like, "Wait, you traded for him and we didn't win a championship." And if we do win a championship and didn't trade for him, it's like uh we're darned if we do and darned if we don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they would win a championship
3: without him or you know, without some other player. Like they I don't think they have a championship team. They have a Obviously a team that can get to the finals, but they were handled pretty easily by the Nuggets, four games to one. Um, but they are, they're close, and they want him to take them over the top, and that's what he's there to do, period.
5: Nothing else. Nope. A- absolutely. Thanks for the call, Jennifer. We appreciate you. Let's talk to Tim, Chili Tim in Atlanta. You're on the Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what up, Rod? How are you? I'm great, man. Doing great. What's up, man? What's good to you. You new? Yeah,
8: we good. We're How good. are you? Oh man, I'm doing awesome. He's recovering, Tim. Tim, yeah, right. I'm recovering. It's yeah, six weeks. Uh, last, I'm uh, about six weeks, a little over six weeks now since I've had it, but uh, doing well, man. I got my energy back. I got my life back, and uh, I'm just ready to enjoy life again, man. Really.
5: Good man,
3: awesome. That's right. you, got, you got our prayers.
8: You know that.
5: Yes, you
3: do.
8: Uh, I appreciate it. Um, I don't think it's fair to call him a losing player, but I will say this: uh, there will be pressure in Miami to to win. But I think you know Jimmy Butler loves those kind of guys. He considers like dogs. You know, like yep. has that that attitude. And you know, Damian's an Oakland guy, so you know they always carry kind of swag with them. So I think, you know, he and Jimmy Butler will work out well together because they both have that same kind of dog-type mentality. And uh, he fits the Miami profile of a player. And I think Pat Riley also loves that type of player. So I'm looking for good things for him. Nah, that's
3: a good call. He absolutely fits the Heat profile. And, yeah, Jimmy Butler, (laughs) he doesn't get along with guys that aren't dogs. Certainly the stars. He expects his star teammates to be dogs and go get it, and I think Dame does have that in him. So uh, so they should be a nice duo and trio with Bam out of body.
5: All right, Nick in uh, Denver. You're on the Odd uh, Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Nick?
9: Hey, how's
1: it going, guys? Doing good. Uh, How are you? Good,
9: good. Just driving home, listening to the show. Love it. Uh, I just got to say, I don't – uh, you know, the NBA players get so much harsh treatment on just wanting to find a new home and get a chance to win. I, I look at the Portland Trailblazers over the last couple of years with him. But, man, that guy has given himself to that team in every single way. He—I've never heard a bad thing said about him by a former teammate or a current teammate. So you know, all this stuff about whether he's not a you know a team player and all this. Like, I mean. Come on, man. The, the guy's an, an unbelievable talent. I mean, I've never seen anyone just pull up from anywhere that comfortably. Just he is, he is a hell of a basketball player. He totally fits in with Miami. And if Portland Trailblazer fan wants to be, you know, upset, that's fine. But you can't. There as a real fan of that team and be like this guy, you know, he's not he's screwing us over. No, he's not, man. He has done everything in his
5: power. No, but that's that but that's not but that's not really the issue. Is that that a team's okay. not gonna not gonna give him away? Is what well. they they have to get some value for the guy? Can you can you at least accept you know,
9: that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think you can just expect them to be happy with uh, a rookie player. Out right. There. <laughs> you know, they're gonna have to give up. It's a big piece, and I don't know what that entails, you know. But I mean, I don't think you're going to get Kevin Love for Damian Lillard. You know what I mean?
5: And that, and that's the problem is that they don't yeah. have that piece. That's the pro- That's why he's still a Portland Trailblazer. That if really I was is. a
3: Blazers fan, I'm not upset at
5: all that he wants to move on personally. Yeah, because they're not going anywhere with him. But as a Blazer, bla- Blazer fan, I also don't want my organization just to. Get a bag of give balls, up. you know what I mean, well, that's and give the thing.
3: up. Yeah. If you,
5: if they would, if they want to be upset with
3: Dame about anything, it would just be him trying to force them to trade him to the Heat, right? That's yeah, the- yeah.
9: The, the whole thing has been a little messy, to, to be to be certain. But I, you know, as like you said, if you're a real fan, you got to understand, like this guy's clock is ticking. He wants to win a championship like any NBA player wants to. And, I, yeah, you can't give him up for nothing. That's for sure.
3: Yep, we appreciate All right, it. thank you for the call. It's the I couple, Chris and Rob. We're going to switch gears in a few minutes back to football with our man Mike Golick, Jr. He'll join us next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
7: tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
6: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio
7: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with legendary Jerry is an old to the South. Southern rappers had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me A River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, uh, uh. Walla, cry me a river ah. y'all hear Wait, that? to it man and what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting now you and CeeLo had a group for a minute man. yeah and we I got had a whole can. album in the can we got a we have a whole album now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
3: and our next guest is with DraftKings NFL. He's a college football and NFL analyst, and he's the host of the Gojo podcast. We welcome in none other than Mike Golick Jr. Mike, welcome. What's up, Mike?
10: I appreciate Uh-oh. you having me. Been a while.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's always good to have you on. It's a great time to do it. Um, now that, you know, we're, we're on the cusp of football beginning, let's start with a little college, though. And you see what is happening. With these teams, you know, leaving the Pac-12, it's in shambles. Um, do, what do you see for the future of college football? You, you play big-time college football at Notre Dame. I mean, I, I, I think it's going to become, whether it's two conferences or four big conferences, I think it's going to begin to take on the look of the NFL and with the playoffs similar eventually. And I actually would welcome that. What are your thoughts on it?
10: Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, whether it's two conferences, one conference, you know, the the idea of a super conference, you know, we've seen bantered about over in European soccer is also something that's been whispered about in college football for a long time. And after seeing how quickly this all happened, because remember, the dominoes started with Texas and Oklahoma left the Big 12 for the SEC. Then we had USC and UCLA the next summer. And those happened so quietly. And it felt like it took so long for them to happen. All of this happened quickly because these are desperate people right now. Those were people operating from a position of power. Those first four schools, this is desperation. And you realize now, guys – It's a good time to remember, nobody actually runs college football. Like the NCAA governs the basketball championships, all the other different sports that they have. They sponsor those championships, not college football. They've been doing their own thing for a long time right now. And what happens when you've got no one around to tell anybody no is everyone operates based on two principles, greed and fear. That's what got us to this point is the almighty dollar and these television contracts ballooning and ballooning and a bunch of teams being afraid of being left on the outside looking in. And so what do you get? You get Colorado that makes that mad dash to the Big 12 and destabilizes the rest of the Pac-12, and then the rest is history. So I don't see any reason that greed and all of that should stop being the M.O. let say that the biggest teams in the SEC and the Big Ten are now going to look at the rest of the conference and say, Hey, you know what? Ohio State and Michigan, we're kind of sick of carrying Rutgers and Maryland. Why are we letting them hang out and take any of this money from us when we could just tie ourselves together with the other even bigger brands and make this thing more exclusive? And so I think that where it keeps, where it, it's where it keeps trending and TBD on if that's a good thing or not. I generally tend to say no for the sport because the problem with that is college football is inherently not as good an on field product as the NFL. They're, just, right. they're lesser at every position. And so if you lose the pomp and circumstance around the sport and you lose the local flavor around each of these teams and the geography, then I wonder if you start to bite into what made the game as popular as it is.
5: There you go. I'm, that's where I'm at. I, I just I think college football – This is just about the almighty dollar and the traditions you're just trampling over, changing things, Mike, that that you, you just don't know. And God forbid one of these TV networks one day says you know what we don't make enough money off of it you know what I mean like because the fees are so high and if they ever pull the plug boy what a what a situation they'll be in I think that everything can't be for sale Mike I, I'm just not for that I love the idea that the Dodgers and the Yankees won't put a uh, an advertiser on the name of their stadium and and you don't think the Yankees could get a gazillion dollars to rename Yankee Stadium everything can't be for sale or for the bigger dollar. So I hate that college football is tearing down traditions.
3: Mike, where are you at? Well, you know, now we've had, what, a, a couple years now of NIL. Uh, how do you think that is affecting the
2: game?
10: Well, I can tell you one thing. It's not affected the game nearly as much as all of these schools, both in conferences and head coaches doing whatever they want to do. Like, I do hope that the crowd of people, because we hear it all the time, people that come up and say, oh, well, look what the portal's done to this, and look what the combination of the portal and NIL has done to the landscape of college sports. It is a drop in the bucket compared to what television executives and these conference and university presidents have pulled off in the meantime. It's the old gambling PSA. I learned it by watching you. If the kids decided they want finally wanted a piece of the yep. pie and wanted to be able yep. to move around, it's because everybody else has been doing it the entire time. So, I, listen, there's no doubt that NIL and the transfer portal have changed some of the business, especially near the top of college football, right? It's a redistribution of funds. Before... Any of that big-time donor money that was coming in was going towards facilities. It was another slide at the Clemson football facility. It was a restaurant inside the Georgia football facility. <laughs> it was all these things you used to have to do back when I was getting recruited to attract talent and say, look at what we can provide you here. Now, more and more of it, it's like it used to be in the NFL. I remember buddies of mine who used to leave college back for the NFL in you know, the mid-2010s or 2013 and say, our facilities are nowhere near as nice as Mm. what you have in college, because in the NFL, they can just give you money. Now, we're seeing that change a little bit because people are using the new stadiums for Super Bowl bids, but in general, it was that idea that, hey, we can just pay you, so why do we need to make you have the nicest cafeteria in the world or the nicest player lounge in the world? Colleges used to have to do that. Now, some of that money is just going to go more towards the actual on-field product and the players, which I enjoy and appreciate, but right now, we're still in the learning period for that. And I think we've got two or three years before everything is going to kind of find equilibrium with the portal, enough cost cautionary tales of kids maybe leaping before they look and enough donors who have gone and shelled out this ungodly amount of money before they've seen any sort of return on what these players are actually going to do for them
5: yeah that's the big thing you know it's it's a trial and error people throwing out this money at some point you know you got to be like well we gave this guy two million dollars and we got nothing in return uh we're not doing that again
9: Right.
10: No, exactly. You you would expect and listen to, to be clear. Most of the spending that happens around college sports is ego based. Most of these donors yes. aren't looking for a real ROI. Like people made that mistake early in the NIL because there's two NILs. Right? There's the NIL of players that can actually go out and advertise for a company and receive money for that, and that company is looking for X amount of views or engagement or whatever and then there's the nil through the collectives that's just you know shadow league pay-for-play that's going on right. that one's not really roi based a lot of that's ego spending to say we're going to have the biggest war chest we're going to do this just the same way it was when it was these people trying to get their names put on a building so it is ego-based spending but even that will surely have a limit if all of a sudden enough four and five star stud quarterbacks start either flopping or transferring or whatever the recourse is
3: Let's go to the NFL, and we're with Mike Golick Jr. of DraftKings. Um, Who do you, in the AFC at least? Obviously, the Kings or the uh, Chiefs reign supreme. Who do you see as their biggest challenger in the AFC? I
10: mean,. I really think part of it could be whoever comes out of the AFC East this year. For so long, it felt like such a slow transition of power there because we were used to the Patriots running that thing. And now you've got a Buffalo Bills team that – We know last year, outside of Josh Allen's elbow injury, was a team that was pretty dominant during the regular season going into that game where DeMar Hamlin, unfortunately, almost lost his life, and that game was canceled. The Buffalo Bills were in line to be the one seed in the AFC had they won that game, and so you're going to be dealing with them. I mean, depending on what happens, if the Jets can get their offensive line issues sorted out there and protect Aaron Rodgers, you've certainly got a stacked defense and a really good core of young offensive skill players there. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, They can all breathe a sigh of relief because Joe Burrow's calf turned out to be just a calf and not an Achilles. They're in the middle of trying to do what the Kansas City Chiefs have done in the last couple of years, which is make use of having one of the four or five best quarterbacks in the NFL and have to start changing out personnel in other areas. Cincinnati's replacing almost all their defensive secondary this year. That was pretty darn good for Luana Rumo last year. They've gone about replacing their whole offensive line, a lot like Kansas City did two years ago. And if they can get all that to pay off, not only do they remain in the hunt right now, but they set themselves up to max out their uh, their ability in the years where the Joe Burrow contract is going to become a factor in how you build the team. So I think it's the usual suspect near the top of the AFC with an outlier of, hey, if Tua stays healthy for Miami, that's top five roster around him in the NFL, you know? So the AFC East is fascinating this year and could absolutely factor into those handful of teams that are contending at the top.
5: I'm going to just say this. Go ahead,
3: Chris. You got a little... I was going to say, before you go, uh Mike, uh I will quickly, what are your thoughts on the Trey Lance situation? Uh, this is a guy that, you know, the Niners gave up boatloads of draft picks to get him, um, and now he's fighting for a backup spot with Sam Darnold. Do you think, like, I, he really hasn't, and I'm not, look, Brock Purdy was great last year when he came in, and I I understand and, and tend to agree with them going with Purdy, but we haven't seen a team kind of give up on a, a top three draft pick at quarterback without him getting more of a, of a chance, an opportunity. He only played a few games. Yeah, he's he's thrown like, I think less than 150 passes or something like that, like, What is your thoughts on this situation, and and how do you think the future is going to look for Trey Lance?
10: Uh, This situation has stunned me, quite honestly, because like you said, he wasn't just a top three pick. He was a top three pick that they gave up three first-round drafts. Right. Like, there is a ton of capital that was mortgaged in Trey Lance for what I thought the idea was, hey, we know what the floor is with a Kyle Shanahan-coordinated offense. Let's try and find the ceiling with a quarterback with more ability. And to me, there had to be disconnect in the organization somewhere between what what one group of people wanted versus what another group of people wanted. We heard about all the Mac Jones flirtation in the pre-draft process and the rumors that Kyle Shanahan Shanahan wanted him because let's be real Kyle Shanahan kind of has a kink for agents of average, at quarterback. And that's right. not just a to right. Brock Birdie, but it used to be the rumor that he wanted Kirk Cousins down there. And if there's anyone who stepped in for Joe Flacco in the line of demarcation on a lead or not, it's probably been Kirk Cousins. So I- I've been surprised by it because usually to your guys' point, NFL teams that put that kind of capital in. And every player knows this. When you got a one next to your name that high in the draft, you usually get every chance in the world. And Brock Purdy went out there and did his job to make sure that he's going to have a good career in this league by showing out with the opportunity he had. But I didn't realize that that precluded them from having a true competition at quarterback for these guys. So either Trey Lance has been incredibly disappointing behind the scenes for them inside that building – or they just really decided, hey, we're so close to winning now, and they got a little scared when things started to look like they might take a step back and said, we'll take the guy who's going to be able to drive the bus here and not have to worry about catching a flat tire along the way for some growth of a young player.
3: All right, Mike, great stuff. That's Mike Golick Jr., DraftKings NFL and college football analyst, host of the Go Joe podcast. Great stuff, man. Thanks.
10: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys.
3: Yep, the iCouple's brought to you by the fresh sun of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds. They're just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, it's time, folks. Sources say, now.
4: Check, check, check. Everybody hear me? My sources say these two have been covering sports for nearly three decades apiece. I will say this. Let's put the Big J journalist to the test. It's Sources Say.
11: That is right. Sources Say, where we go outside of the normal hot takery that Chris Broussard and Rob Parker are so accustomed to, or should I say two-timer Hall of Famer now, Rob Parker? Oh my. How do I introduce you? I'm not even sure anymore.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know, my wife called me a two-timer, too, but it had nothing to do with the Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. It's too
11: soon.
5: <laughs> T-M-I.
11: Oh, too soon. <laughs> Rob, this is not your stand-up comedy, but still I like the Hey, that's room. Friday
5: <laughs> at the Comedy <laughs> right. Chateau, Chris. I'm um, I'm performing on Friday. What a big, big week it's been. That's right. That's amazing. That's right. Well, you know I started my speech at the uh, Hall of Fame with a joke. You know I did. Would that. You start yeah, yeah with. that was actually a pretty good one. Not bad. I, w- I just said, uh, you know, I've been going to a lot of events like this and they always wind up uh, serving uh, boneless chicken. And I said, I just have one question. How did it walk?
11: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, have, I think I have the Rob Parker special here. You
5: got to have the bones. Right. You got to have the structure.
8: There
11: you go. That's about right. All well, right. Without further ado, they let's They did take... laugh,
5: though, Alex. They did laugh. We right, Chris? To. They You laugh. have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
11: Let's put together the 237 years of journalism experience. I think 230 of them is just Rob Parker alone. And see if my guys know the difference between a good story and a bad one. So you guys ready? Should we start off? Yes. Let's do Let's do it. All right. So source and stories number one. My sources are telling me, guys, that former Miami Heat forward Udonis Heslem is now... Uh, his own sports team? He owns a sports team? Yeah, that's right. He just purchased the <laughs> Renegades of the World and its own legacy, the Ja Ali Legacy. It's a legit league. That's crazy. Uh, Chris, my source is good. What? What sport is it? So this is interesting. It's the Renegades of the World Ja Ali League.
0: Uh,
11: I'm gonna say true.
5: It sounds. It sounds too ma- too tr- made up to be false. So, I'm going to agree with Chris that it's true. <laughs>
11: <laughs> so, I guess the sport is highline. That's what Steve DeSegre, highline. the great line. Right. Telling. I remember. Mean, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, this is crazy to say, it but... It is
0: true, it's, it's,
5: All right. Yeah, okay. Highline. All right.
11: That's amazing. Wow. Never would have thought of that. Okay, guys. So, sources too here on the story. Promoter of the Jake Paul Nat Diaz boxing, Nate Diaz. It's actually confirmed today that there's going to be a fight and... Uh, it sold what over here? 1.3 million pay-per-view buys in the USA, which is 500k more than the Spence-Crawford fight. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, Rob is my source is good on that?
5: Uh, that's that's false. I think that's true.
0: You sit on a throne oh, of lies.
5: Wow. No, I
3: mean
11: How that many up. they do? I uh, didn't specify Did exactly how much, yeah, but I just kind that, of threw a crazy false. number out G- there. Text us. I'll yeah. tell you this though. I made you it sound good, didn't I, Chris?
5: You did.
3: You did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank you. This could be the upset of the year. It's just all about I've how you read it. I've lost sources. Say, <laughs>
5: Tower in months.
11: Well, what? that is true.
5: I've been. I, all I do is win, win, win. <laughs> oh, okay. <good. laughs> we got
11: time for one more. Let's break this here. So, guys, my sources are telling me that uh, Rudy Gobert. Made his first career three-pointer in a French or France excuse me national team game last week. Holy crap. After the game, uh Gobert said making a three felt like I lost my virginity. Uh my source is good, Chris. Jeez.
5: Uh yes, true. Uh, i agree with Chris, true. Oh, see, oh, see that's take it, was that's it was true. It was true, though. I was right. It was Nobody true. Wins. We're like USA. With my music. Let me flex my Hall of Fame yeah, muscles. No, you No know No. What, what are you doing, do, Chris? I do have a read. No, you, you don't. don't I don't care about
3: your read. read. No.
5: Better Health. Keep going. Better Health.
3: BetterHelp.com slash iCouple.
4: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
6: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined
2: with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bye, bye,
1: bye, bye. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money & Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points, and end goes. but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game unlocked for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.